Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. This is episode number 115 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges. I'm so glad that you were with me again. Hope you enjoyed those three weeks with Scott Tabalachi on kingdom leadership and authority. So helpful, so needed, so necessary. And I'm glad that you are with me today. Hey, don't forget to check out LanceBain.com for other resources, places where you and I can interact, and I would love to hear from you. Hey, I'm excited about today's lesson because it really comes out of a moment and an experience that I had recently as a leader. As many of you know, and uh, you follow this podcast, I'm a person of faith, a follower of Jesus, and so his teachings and his life, his personhood has a profound impact upon my life and shapes me as a man, shapes me as a person. And And I just, I love him so much. And so, so much of our podcast then is influenced by the teachings of Jesus. I say that to say the other day, I was having a time of prayer and I was really struggling with some things within my own leadership and my own organization. I was feeling stressed and I would wake up thinking about problems. I would sleep pretty good, but I wake up thinking about problems. And so today I want to talk about for us um, five phases of healthy leadership, five phases of healthy leadership and how you and I need to implement and live out these five phases so that you and I can give healthy, empowering leadership to others. So my experience the other day in prayer is that um, I felt like I just began to get in touch with some heavy things that I was carrying as a leader that are not mine to carry. Ultimately, leadership is not just about delegation, that you can offload some responsibilities to others. Ultimately, uh, or another way of saying another aspect of leadership is emotionally, what am I carrying that I shouldn't be carrying? It's not that I want to abdicate or encourage you to avoid responsibility, but there are certain outcomes of leadership that we simply cannot control. And those were the kind of things that, that I had picked up and was carrying. I was trying to carry conclusions and outcomes that fundamentally I could not control. I couldn't force the kind of outcomes that I wanted. I want to be a faithful leader, want to be a healthy leader, but I was starting to become an unhealthy leader. And I remembered something that Jesus had said in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. And this is what I sensed had come to my mind. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, my burdens weren't light. <laughs> my burdens were heavy. They were all-encompassing. While I might be sleeping good, I don't like waking up immediately thinking about the problems or the burdens or the outcomes that I'm trying to force to happen. So for me, I just felt like in that moment I needed to come to Jesus and I needed to identify for him what my burdens were. And I did. I have a little index card here. I'm looking at it and uh, I wrote out three burdens that I was carrying 
that really aren't mine to carry. And what I've learned is that attached to every problem is a promise. And so I needed to begin to focus more on my promises than I needed to focus on my problems because the promises would provide both the energy and the motivation as well as the wisdom needed to be a healthy and empowering leader, which is so much of what our podcast is about. So I identified then five phases that I want to share with you on healthy and empowering leadership that I pull from these few little verses here in Matthew chapter 11. And here's phase number one. Leaders have someone to go to. Healthy and empowering leaders need a healthy and empowering leader. I say it this way in my profession as a pastor. Every pastor needs a pastor. Every pastor needs a peer. And every pastor needs a pupil. You've got to have someone, friend, that you can go to when you're going to be a leader. You've got to have someone in your life. And so I just wrote down a few. Jesus, obviously, is someone that I go to uh, spiritually. I go to him in the Bible. I go to him in prayer. I go to him by going to church. I go to him by hanging out and soliciting input and encouragement and laughter from my Christian friends. But more than that, you may not be a person of faith. So practically, where can you go if you're not going to go to a divine being? Well, I, I go to friends. Just this morning, I was on a conversation with a friend where he and I together are wrestling through some challenges, encouraging each other, sharing wisdom with each other, challenging each other. Maybe you could go to a mentor or a coach, some sort of life coach or business coach, someone that has wisdom, who has gone the path that you're going and they could share with you. Maybe you could go to a spouse. Maybe you could go to a counselor. I remember in 2011, I was seeing a therapist because I was having a real difficult season of depression and anxiety. And that therapist was such a gift to me. So what we learn here, if Jesus says, come to me, leaders need to have someone they can go to. This is phase number one. If you want to give healthy and empowering leadership, you need to go to someone who can give you healthy and empowering leadership. Here's the second phase of healthy and empowering leadership. Leaders have something to release. Now, this, this one can really poke on a leader's pride, on a leader's ego, because sometimes leaders can see themselves as superheroes. <laughs> we don't have any weaknesses, and if we have weaknesses, we keep them hidden, we keep them to ourselves. And there is a healthy balance about <clears throat> with whom should you share your weaknesses, how do you expose those weaknesses in a way that they're not used against you. And so there is wisdom here, friends, and you need to, you need to navigate that. But generally, leaders, what I'm advocating for is that leaders have something to release. What are the burdens? What are the stressors? What are the things that are driving you to have the extra beer? What are the things that are driving you to micromanage? What are the things that are driving you to where you've quit becoming a patient and kind and gentle leader, that you've become a dictator and a micromanager, that you've abandoned values and culture because you're being more driven by bottom line things. See, every leader has something to release. And in that day, when I was in prayer, I had something to release. I have identified unhealthy burdens that I'm carrying. 
Phase two of healthy and empowering leadership is knowing that leaders have something to release. Are you willing to stop long enough and consider that, friend? Are you willing to stop long enough and recognize that there's something you need to release that's unhealthy? Maybe it's pride. Maybe it's fatigue, fear, independence. Maybe it's codependency. Maybe it's a habit. Maybe it's a mindset. See, these the, often the things that we need to release are in our blind spots. We don't know that they're there, but everyone who comes alongside us in leadership and we're driving down the leadership highway together and you're in your lane and your coworkers are in their lane and they wonder why you keep bumping into them in an unhealthy way. Why do you keep bumping into other things that are not healthy? It's because they are in our blind spots and we simply don't see them. You, When you go to someone, they can help you see your blind spots. I have a conversation with a, a good friend in, in my organization, and we chat every two weeks on the phone on a purpose. We schedule it. We have a series of questions that we ask each other. Four of the questions are very encouraging and very celebratory in their nature. Five of the questions are quite penetrating and sometimes more difficult to answer. The purpose of the nine questions are to say, what's in your blind spot? And oftentimes as I answer those questions, as I listen to my friend's answers to those questions, I'm able to reflect back to him what's in his blind spot. I'm able to help him see a more meta-narrative than just the urgency that's right in front of him. Friends, phase two of healthy and empowering leadership is you have to admit that you have something you need to release. Jesus says here, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Release your weary things. Release your burden things. Phase number three, leaders have something to receive. Leaders have something to receive. We receive from those that we go to. We receive from those that we go to. I, I just look at this verse here, and Jesus says, I will give you rest. Leaders sometimes can be such type A people that they don't rest well. And if they do rest, oftentimes their resting is just a form of self-protection and self-medicating. Do you know how to rest in a healthy way? Can you receive the rest from others? Leaders are so good at giving. They're not always good at receiving. Leaders need to be good receivers. I remember in the late 90s and early 2000s, I was attending a church, and the pastor of this church would say almost every week, he would say, be a good receiver. And at first I thought, what is he talking about? I'm like, of course I'm a good receiver. But the more he would say that, the more I would realize that I have orphan, unhealthy poverty thinking because I'm not a good receiver. I don't receive compliments. I don't receive gifts. I deflect praise. I deflect encouragement. I wasn't a good receiver. Phase three of healthy and empowering leadership is you've got to be a good receiver. Jesus wants to give us rest. Friends, mentors, coaches, counselors, spouses want to give us something. We've got to be willing to receive it from others. Friends, I'm asking you, to take the joyful and healthy posture of humility and be a good receiver. Healthy leaders, leadership that is healthy and empowering, not only has someone to go to, and not only do we have wearies and burdens that we need to release, 
we also recognize that there's something that we need to receive and we pick it up. Okay, phase number four of healthy and empowering leadership. Leaders have something to learn. Leaders have something to learn. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Now, the idea of learning is not just sort of I receive your encouragement or I receive your word of wisdom, but learning implies, I think, an ongoing relationship. Learning implies not only is there something I'm receiving from you, but it's something that I need to apply. My life has to make adjustments. My attitude needs to adjust. My lifestyle needs to adjust. My vocabulary needs to adjust. There are some skills that I need to eliminate. There are some skills that I need to pick up. There are some hobbies and some habits that I need to embrace that will be very life-giving for me so that I can be a life-giving leader to others. Learning is not just reading a book, but learning is a relationship that you allow yourself to emotionally be invested. Yeah, you and I can learn from a book, but is it just knowledge and facts or are you attempting to discern what is the leader's heart for me? What is the leader's motivation for me? Not just that they're giving me facts, but fundamentally what they're sharing with me are seeds that are to be planted in my life. And Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And he says just a few words later, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Friends, leaders, healthy and empowering leadership knows that it always has something to learn. And learning is relational. Learning is application. I was scrolling through Instagram one day and I just sort of tapped that little uh, feature at the bottom of Instagram. I think it's the search feature or maybe it was the the home feature or something. I can't remember. But I was just looking at random thumbnails of other people's Instagram posts and people that I don't follow, just, just people on Instagram. And I came across one by a gentleman named A.R. Bernard. I've come to find out he's actually a pastor in New York City of a very large church. But he made this statement, and it was sort of a meme or a, a Facebook post, and it said, learning begins in the place of application. Learning begins in the place of application. I saved it. I archived it because I it just, it just hit me so powerfully because I thought, yeah, learning is, <clears throat> excuse me, learning is not just repetition of facts. Learning is application. That there has to be a fundamental transformation a reformation, a new emergence of who we are as people, as leaders. And so you go to someone, Jesus, a friend, a mentor, a coach, a counselor. You let things go that are in your blind spots, pride, fatigue, fear, independence. You pick, you, you, <laughs> you pick some things up, rest, wisdom, encouragement. But then you actually start to learn something, wisdom, skills, attitudes, mindsets, things that are immeasurable, things that take time to bring forth. This is phase number four of healthy and empowering leadership. Leaders have something to learn. I hope that you're humble enough to learn something. I hope you're wise enough to admit that you have something to learn. Healthy 
Leadership phase number five is leaders have something to give. <laughs> I follow on podcast a gentleman named Pete Scazzaro. Pete Scazzaro was a pastor for a long time in Queens, New York. He now leads an organization called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, Emotionally Healthy Discipleship, Emotionally Healthy Relationships, Emotional Healthy Spirituality. You can find him at emotionallyhealthy.org, his organization. But Pete has said, and he said it many times, and I've sort of picked up his mantra, and you hear me say it uh, several times on our podcast, leaders cannot take people where they have not been. Leaders cannot give people what they do not have. And that's the heart of phase five. Jesus says, for my yoke is easy and light. Come to me. I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. If we find rest for our souls, guess what our leadership team is going to experience when they sit underneath our leadership? Gentle souls. Restful souls. Now, rest here does not imply inactivity. That's not what this word means. Rest here actually means a new energized motivation, a healthy motivation. John Maxwell uh, has written several commentary thoughts in what he calls the, the leadership Bible. So he's taken the Bible because John Maxwell, one of the great leadership uh, instructors of our time, is also a person of faith. And he's taken the Bible and he's developed a number of leadership profiles that he's inserted into the scriptures. You can find this in a, the John Maxwell Leadership Bible. And when you go to Matthew chapter 11 and you look at what he writes about 11, chapter 11, verse 28 through verse 30, you're going to find him to find rest here, and he's going to talk about rest as a new, healthy motivation and energy for your souls. Friends, isn't that the kind of leadership we want to give people? Healthy, enthusiastic, vision-inspired, empowering leadership that not only accomplishes great things, but we become great people while we accomplish great things? Come on now. That is awesome leadership. And I am proposing to you today, based upon what Jesus said, even if you do not receive Jesus as a divine being, as the Son of God, upon whom we find forgiveness of our sins and we need to have a relationship with Him, even if you just see Him as a historical figure who says some wise things, would you consider what He says today? Come to me. All you leaders who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and I'm humble in heart, and you're going to find rest for your souls. You're going to find new energy and new motivations, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Taking the yoke of Jesus upon us is to say, Jesus, you can be my leader and you can be my guide. Hey, if you're listening today and you're not a Christian, it's easy to become one. Just give your life to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I give you my life. Forgive me of my sins and fill me with your spirit so that I have the power to obey you and the power to learn about you. It's that simple, friends. For my leaders today, those of you that are Christians and you're in leadership, embrace these five phases. Leaders have someone to go to. Leaders have something to release. Leaders have something to receive. Leaders have something to learn, and leaders have something to give. If you embrace those five phases and walk that out, you will have healthy and empowering leadership.
Hey, thanks for spending this time with me today. I'm glad to be back with you. I've missed you the last three weeks and just shared those introductions, but hopefully you get gleaned something again from Scott Tavolacci on Kingdom Leadership and Authority. And hopefully today, something I shared with you has been helpful and encouraging. I love spending this time with you. Don't forget to hit me up on LanceBain.com. Leave a comment. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on um, Spotify. You can find me on other platforms as well. I would love to hear from you. Hey, everybody, have a great week. Stay healthy, stay strong, be an empowering and healthy leader. And I'll talk to you again next week on episode 116 of Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives.